Welcome to Decision Vision, a podcast series focusing on critical business decisions. Brought to you by Brady Ware and Company. Brady Ware is a regional, full-service accounting and advisory firm that helps businesses and entrepreneurs make visions a reality. And welcome to Decision Vision, a podcast giving you, the listener, clear vision to make great decisions. In each episode, we discuss the process of decision-making on a different topic from the business owner's or executive's perspective. We aren't necessarily telling you what to do, but we can put you in a position to make an informed decision on your own and understand when you might need help along the way. My name is Mike Blake, and I'm your host for today's program. I'm a director at Brady Ware & Company, a full-service accounting firm based in Dayton, Ohio, with offices in Dayton, Columbus, Ohio, Richmond, Indiana, and Alfreda, Georgia, which is where we are recording today. Brady Ware is sponsoring this podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe in your favorite podcast aggregator, and please consider leaving a review of the podcast as well. So the topic that we're, uh, that we're going to do today, and uh, if all goes well, this is going to be released right before or on Valentine's Day, is uh, couples that uh, go into business together. And I find this an interesting topic, and as it happens, my wife actually came in earlier today to do another interview on selling over the Amazon uh, over Amazon as a retail channel, where you know she's very good at that, and I know nothing. Um, but you know, early in our married life, every time that we tried to have our business lives intersect with one another, um, it was usually ending up with one of us doing an internet search for divorce attorney. Um, it, it did not work particularly well. And we both recognized that we tried to stay away from that. Uh, over time it's gotten a little bit better. She's like, yeah, now you can ask me about how the business is going. If you want, that's about it. But you, and you, you probably won't have to sleep on the couch and I'll kind of be on the same way. You can ask me about the business if you want. And I may or may not decide to sleep on the couch. Um, and but you know so, so I have I have admiration for people who are able to do that. It doesn't mean that I think our our marriage is is bad. We're twenty years together, and she hasn't thrown me out yet. And every time every day I go home, and the key works is a is a blessing for me. Um, but but I do think that there I've noticed there are couples that do that have that capacity to work together. And I know that I'm not the only person that's curious about that, especially in today's world where. You know, the nature of, of jobs are different and people going into business for themselves, it's really never been easier. Um, I think we're seeing that, uh, you know, more and more and more. But how do you manage the dynamic of a romantic relationship being intertwined with a, uh, with, with a business relationship? So um, as I said, this is not something that I am at all an expert on, except that I know that for my personality type, we're staying away from that. So we brought in people who can talk about that with us because they appear to have been doing it successfully. And if not, maybe there'll be some radio drama instead. So either way, this is going to be a win for the listener. Uh, joining us are Carol and Steve Dukalovich, who are co-founders of Your LTL. Um, LTL or less than truckload software platform that provides a visual dashboard of shipping cost allocations, load manifests, shipment tracking, and discrepancy alerts. Your LTL is cloud-based and is continuously enhanced to improve the customer experience dedicated to simplicity and return investment for your less than truckload shipping. They're also co-founders of Vestra Logistics, a freight brokerage company, and both firms are located just down the road here in, uh, in Alpharetta. And they also do some real estate uh, management and investing together. 
Uh, Carol, in particular, is a serial entrepreneur, having launched several businesses in coffee, tea, import-export, franchise advisory, property management. And Steve comes from a background of having been an air traffic controller for 23 years. So thank you for making sure I landed safely all those times. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> Carol and Steve, thanks for coming on the program. Yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> so uh, how long have you been married and how long have you been in business together? Eight years on the 14th, eight years on the 14th. Of this month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Yes. That's great. And, and so, I mean, which, which, came, which came first? Match. Yeah. So Match.com. No know, kidding. Yeah. We, that's because Tinder wasn't around at the time. <laughs> well, you know, timing is everything, right? That's, that's right. So um, at what point, I mean, so you found each other on Match, and at that point, did you start to realize that both of you kind of had an entrepreneurial bent that you needed to be, wanted to be in business for yourselves? Or no. how did that, so how did that evolve? Not at all. She was already in business for herself. Actually, we, we had met, I was an air traffic controller in California, and we didn't meet me, but we met only because through one of her businesses. We, um, I moved from California to Washington Center, which is in Northern Virginia, and when I moved, the FAA moved me, and the movers broke or scratched every piece of furniture I had. And so I called the moving company, and I said, hey, what do I do about this? I said, don't worry about it. We're going to send over a van. Uh, this guy, he's, a, he's magical. So he, they sent over a van, and it was called Furniture Medic. I didn't know what that was. Well, he came in an hour later. Everything was perfect. I was like, this is amazing. I never forgot about it because it was that was in 1996. I met her in 2012. And she she is the founder of Furniture Medic. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so so how did you get to meet the owner then? I mean, were you such a pain in the ass that you no, asked no, no, I, said, I, I, I want to speak to the owner. This is unacceptable. What I'm saying is, I surreptitiously, I mean, I, I I figuratively met her through her business, and then okay. in 2012, we actually were out on a date. So no, it, I, I, we sold that business to um, to. Um, I'm trying to think which which company if that was with Landmark, but we oh, no Service Masters who actually bought that business, and um, so that was um, much before his time. So um, yes, I was controlling we, airplanes. I was making sure you were safe, Mike. Yeah, thank, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, and a few businesses more, a divorce, and then um, we met on Match. Um, we actually met in June. You, you hate when I tell this story, but we actually met in June. Oh, it's just the we, internet. Before yes. we officially started dating in November, <sighs> sent, he sent a couple emails, and apparently I didn't respond, so <clears throat> I must not have been interested at the time. But um, no, we met in no, <laughs> we met in November, just before Thanksgiving, and we married six and a half weeks later. So this is this is an example of how she has to win. <laughs> so she has to say preemptively that I ignored his emails before I acknowledged his emails. So, well, but it, it, it certainly turned out, it certainly turned out all right. And there's a pretty quick turnaround, six and a half weeks. Yeah, six and so a half I guess weeks. as an entrepreneur, you're just used to making important decisions fast. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and since I'm an air traffic controller, I just make bad decisions. That's well, you certainly have terrible. to make, if I've learned anything from pushing 10, you definitely have to make decisions quickly too there. Right. Absolutely. So absolutely. And drink. <laughs> so I was in the real estate business at the time, just after the crash, and um, you know had been flipping homes and doing uh, rental homes, about thirty or forty a month, 
at the time. And so we got married and I said, look, you know, why don't you join, um, you know, why don't you join the company, you know, after you retire and, you know, that sort of thing. So we kind of, you know, went down that path. And um, so he started working with me when he could, you know, um, he had not retired yet. So he soft stepped into it. It just so happened I lost my medical at, at uh, right around that time. So I had to retire. I either retired or got an office job. So I just said, I'll retire. And then I got an office job with her. So you lost your medical, I mean, you lost your medical clearance to right. do that job? Right. Exactly. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was only in there for 23 years instead of 30. I figured you just burned out. Yeah, I was burned <laughs> There's out. There's got to be some burnout in that job. <laughs> I was burned out at 15. Yeah. So, so. Um, and at that point then, I mean, interestingly, then you didn't have any hesitation about joining the business and, and, and being basically being around and involved with each other all the time. Cause not every married couple necessarily wants to, or thrives doing that. Well, I mean, it was new. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know what that would be like. It seemed to me, I wanted to spend all the time with her. I could, so Hey, why not? Let's work together. Um, and when we were doing this, we, um, there was a property management company in Atlanta that was uh, it was managing you know, th- thousands of homes. They were doing it for a one of these. Um, uh, I think it was Blackstone. No, they were doing it for it was it was key, but they yeah, were key. they were at the time, and and it's, there's still a lot of this around. But you know, we were investment companies were selling properties to um, overseas investors. And so they were managing these overseas investors and they got bought out, you're right, by by Blackstone. Right. And then um so all these the ones that weren't owned going to be owned by Blackstone, they they said, you know, let's go find other management. So we took over a chunk of about three hundred houses at one time for this management. And, and we hadn't we didn't even have a business at the time for managing that. We had to build one immediately to do it. We did it in about two weeks. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. <laughs> Um, and I quit. That was when, I mean, that's one of the businesses we did. And I said, look, I can't, you and I can't do this together because it was the most negative business, uh, I've, I've ever seen. Why? What, what about it was so negative? Nobody's happy. Owners aren't happy. Oh, Renters yeah. aren't happy. So all the owners are international, right? So they're, everything that goes wrong, they're mad about. Yeah. And, and the, the, the houses that they, you know, these people were renting were, you know, they'd have problems and they were, you know, they were mad. So it was, I think we built it to five, 600 houses and sold it. Um, I mean, she was already selling to all these international buyers anyway. So she had that relationship. So we, we kind of sold that por- portion of the business and kept, uh, kept the houses on. Yeah. Our houses, yeah, our houses, our, our houses yeah. and then sold those off separately. Actually the Blackstone was who brought our portfolio. Thank so you, Blackstone. He, he came back on board after that. Yeah. So he retired for just a second. Yeah, it was about, <laughs> like one of the Brett Favre retirements. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, yeah. It was a month. And then I went, and then I went to the Eagles. Right. <laughs> so Steve, let me, let me start with you then, because you know, you're transitioning from, um, from air traffic control, a government job, I guess. Right. I think they're all, it's all government, it's all government, government, government jobs. Yeah. Right. And now you're going to be an entrepreneur in the real estate business. Right. Do you know anything about real estate? Um, were you any good at Monopoly? Define know least? anything. No, <laughs> were you yeah. any good at Monopoly? Do you know you're supposed to get yeah. the blue properties? Yeah, Park, and- Park Place and Boardwalk. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it, it was easy. I mean, it was, I, I have to do is lean on her and she, you know, I went and got a cup of coffee for her every once in a while and uh, made some copies and, and uh, I came up, I'm a, I'm an idea guy. 
Mike, so yep. I get a lot of good ideas. I think today was an idea of mine. That was probably a mistake, but um, but uh, no, it's easy when you got somebody who knows what they're doing. So um, she's she's taught me a lot over the last eight years. Now, how about you? You're you know, you're obviously you've got an independent streak to you, right? Just a little. Which is why you've been in business for yourself as long <laughs> as I can kind of track your career, right? Yeah. And now here comes this interloper. Yeah. That's going to come in and sort of share the wheel with you. Was that hard? Um, or is it scary? Maybe was there any concern about that or, you know, I, I guess probably at first, you know, I, I figured if you can direct hundreds of airplanes at one time, you probably can handle pretty stressful situations. Which, That's fair. You know, so I figured the stress he could, he could endure and then the rest of it was just, you know, he's a pretty intelligent guy. He likes to say, I don't know, because then that just gets y'all out of doing stuff, right? Like, you know, that's that's your That's your my go-to. Answer, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he really caught on really quickly. And, um, you know, I used to say, this is not a government job. We work, you know, we work really long hours and get paid for just a few of them. So <laughs> unlike government where they, you know, they work 40 hours and step out. Um no, he was really game. I mean, I think he really um, – and and he does really good at letting me take the lead. He does real good with that. Can I talk now? Yeah, you can okay. talk. So, <laughs> it's, it's speaking called, of which. It's called fake it till you make it, Mike, is what it um, – you just look confident and stand in the corner, and and, and, and she basically tells me what to do. But uh, so not true. It, well, I mean – not now. We've been to, to a certain extent, though. I mean, you, there was a learning process for you. Oh, absolutely. Right? And not everybody can walk into that and be vulnerable and say, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And men have a harder time with that than women, I think. I don't have a problem with that. I uh, Actually, I've been doing that my whole career as an air traffic controller. <laughs> um, but no, when we would go out and we'd go you know, look at houses and we'd purchase houses, I'd go – you know, I didn't know what was good and what wasn't good to buy. And then, um, so it was, it was an evolution there and it was, it was fun. It, it wasn't, it that wasn't, business was really fun. It was, it was, it's not technical. It's not difficult. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's simply there's a house, buy it, don't buy it, put somebody in it, flip it. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So that was fun. The, the, I mean, what we're doing now has been a, a an absolute learning that's been a learning curve for both of us. But it, yeah, but it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun because it just, it's like, it goes from one thing to another to another. We're never bored. We're never bored and we're always together. I, and we were, t- I talked about this with you last week. I think I said. Before uh, we knew about your, yeah. your questions. And I don't even think about, I don't even think about spending time other than playing golf. Yeah. I mean, I want her to play golf with me and she won't. Because she's one of the rarest. Time to learn, right? Well, exactly. But I mean, if she could go play golf, man, I'd love to take her playing golf. That's that's what I think is. Some people can do that, and some people can't. But I, you know, she could be with me all the time, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, as an aside, I remember my when I was in when uh, my wife and I were in our twenties. She said, "You know, you really ought to think about taking up golf. It'd really help your career." <laughs> and I said, "Let's watch a game of golf." And see if you still think that, right? And you know, as, as you know, a golf game of golf is not like a game of darts. It's not over in twenty minutes. It's like you know, a game of golf is an all-day event. And to be any good at it, where it does help your career, right? Because you're shooting two hundred ninety-eight. That's not going to help your career if every other ball is in the pond or you know, go- sure. or hurt somebody. So you know, if you really want this, I'm out 
one one day every weekend mm-hmm. while it's warm until I get sort of good. It's like, never mind, your career is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does try to play just about every weekend. And so we do have time apart then. And, yeah. you know, I mean, we're like most couple. We separate, you know, like I go read and he watches a foreign film or some, you know, documentary or we don't sit in the same office anymore no we don't sit in the same we did for a long we time did for a, we sat yeah. we sat in the same office and then she let me have my own <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have to listen to every conversation though <laughs> well and, and i'm in, i'm curious kind of what was the dynamic that wanted you to have the same office my wife and i share the same home same office at home which means i'm normally out at starbucks when she's working um, but, but what made you want to do that? And then what changed that made you decide you didn't want to do that anymore? She's on the phone constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and I'm, and I'm just getting up and leaving and, and finding another desk right. with a computer and, and working from there. So we had, that. yeah, we had, she is never not on the phone and I'm never on the phone. So, yeah. So, I mean, when, well, the first thing is we moved when we started this business, um, you know, we just went into a space. We didn't know what we needed yet. You know, we didn't know what size. We didn't know how many employees. We had no idea. And so we just kind of rented a small space. And, you know, it was like, okay, we know we need accounting in one. You can lock that door, you know, those sorts of things. So, look, there's one office left. Okay, we can put two desks in it. We can share it. Okay. And I think it was a good learning curve for you, too, to be able to to hear a lot of that. And then there are times that I have to kick him under the table. So there's certain, you know. She's done that twice already. So there's certain conversations that, that I still have to say, you know, like, you know, there, there's certain jokes or we'll say, no, he can't go to that meeting. Okay. Or, so <laughs> so sure. I don't no, know. What? You're not going to tell that joke. I'm not going to tell the joke, but uh, I'll give the, so anyway, no matter what, and this is strategic, so I don't have to go to meetings, <laughs> is there's always a dead hooker joke. <laughs> Somewhere, in yeah, somewhere in the meeting, and she's like, "You can't come." And I said, "Okay, great, great, that's fine." You know, but I'm not in sales. I'm not in sales. I'm more operational. I'm not marketing. I'm not any of those things. I work with uh, the people in the office more than I do people outside of the office. I wonder how much mileage I can get by threatening to do a dead hooker joke. <laughs> it works. I'm gonna I'm, try that. He actually almost went to jail over that. So there's really? a, there's a real story there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, we were, I was on the phone. I was on the phone with an attorney uh, a couple of months it's ago. True. And and he was he was um, talking about our terms and conditions, and he was really you know, negotiating. He was it. yeah, and, and and he was talking about I can't remember what it was. So I threw the dead hooker at him. I, <laughs> this I said, is your attorney, right? I said, look, we're not we don't because no, it's not my attorney. It was, it was another company, the other side, that, client, the other side, okay. that was doing our terms and conditions. They want to do business with us, but okay. they had a problem with something in there, saying we well, you know the liability part. And I was like, look. It's not like all these truckers have dead hookers in the back and they're running into busloads of nuns. I said, we got that covered. We have insurance for that. You don't have to worry about that. And there was silence. And our business partner, Chase, was jumping up and down, screaming silently at me, right? Because he was mad. And then the guy on the other end of the phone just started laughing. It was one of those delayed, like you don't know exactly what's coming. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah, so... So there I used are, to do it all the time. There are certain control. times he can't go to meetings. <laughs> so I, I've observed two things about you guys because you know we're we're doing some things together um, a, a little bit, and, and one is that every time I've I've interacted with you as as clients, you're always together. Yeah, which is interesting. Is is that by design? Is that a business strategy? It's just, or is it because eight years later you're still newlyweds and you can't get enough of each other? What 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 is that? 
I think it's some of both. I mean, I mean we even run errands together. Yeah. We, um, yeah. So, I mean, it was, and I think that's why we married. So it was, so to back up just a minute, when we got married, I mean, you know, when we said we were getting married, my family was like, what the heck? Like you plan every, I mean, everything's a plan for me. Like, you know, um, and they were like, no, no, if you love him in a year, you know, we can, you know, hold off. And, you know, I was like, no, I, mean, I know what I don't want. And he's none of those things. So Sorry. I'm, I'm going to go for this. You know, I was in my forties, had been married 20 plus years the first time. Um, so, you know, I was like, you know, no, we're going to do this. But I think a lot of that has to do with, we just, we just enjoy each other's company. Um, sometimes we literally, he'll go to work like this morning and, and it's like, we didn't do it today, but sometimes he'll leave and I won't see him and we'll end up in the same color. Like we'll come to work and I'll go, Oh my God, we both wore blue. This is so stupid. How do we do this? But yeah. Oh, I mean, then his little name patches, yeah, exactly. right? <laughs> I mean, we're in sync sometimes just like that. We look like old people. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> with, with those, I remember seeing my grandparents in a, in a picture one time. They're both wearing the same jacket with those barrel buttons. No, we I'm don't like, do that. No, I know that. But I'm like, how did they do that? But I can see how it happens. Yeah, I really can. Now, the other thing I've noticed is you guys laugh a lot. Yeah, so, And that's not just an act, is it? No. I mean, and that was probably, I would say, the first night that, that we had dinner together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going with this? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she said dinner. <laughs> the first night we had dinner together, yeah, yeah. Um, we laughed the entire, I mean, it's like, it was constant, the whole two hours that, that we had dinner together. I'm a funny guy. That's true. Yeah. Next you, question, Mike. You won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I think, I think that, that laughter, not, I'm not trying to put anybody on the couch here, but that, that laughter, I think is, is indicative of, of. Uh, the kind of humor that you need to overcome the obstacles, right? Yeah, because absolutely. not everything has gone exactly the way that you wanted it to in Ooh, business. Correct. For sure. This last six years. Um, but yeah. yeah. Right. So uh-huh. talk about, talk about a crisis in business that you guys faced together. Oh God. And, which and one? How you, well, yeah. <laughs> um, you want to pick a subject? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, the juicier, the better. <laughs> yeah, I'm if, sure. If there is yeah. a dead hooker involved, well, we can always revisit that. But. Mike, I know I've told that joke to you in one of our meetings. <laughs> I know for a fact that I, I know, but I just know I told it to him. And I, he's acting like he's so surprised he never heard this before. I'm sure you haven't brought it up. Oh, my anywhere. God. How many, how many times have we had meetings? Too many. A lot. <laughs> I, we've had the same meeting 15 times. Don't tell me about it. I mean, because we, we come in there the same issue all the time. So, um, gosh, as far as oh God, so many crises. So this has been the toughest business I've ever tried to learn to run. Which um, one? The, the, being in transportation, okay. period. You know, a lot of people that do this, they, they are brokers who worked for another broker who leave with a book of business. Um, and pretty much even with my first husband, everything we did, we pretty much pioneered. They were, you know, new ideas or, or there wasn't maybe just a couple of different companies doing it, but they were relatively pioneered um, industries. And um, so this one, we were like, this one over here said, well, how hard could this be? Yeah. Famous last words. Um, right up yeah. there with hold my beer. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, you know, first, very first load we moved on the truckload side was a $40,000 claim. You are not prepared for that. 
I mean, you have no idea. We had no idea what we were doing. And my mentor said, good God, girl, can't you start at A, B, and C? Did you have to jump all the way to S? You know, to, I mean, like, I mean, we, we literally immediately, our first official day of business, um, I mean, we'd kind of been doing it for like a month trying to build up to getting business. So, I mean, that was the first one. And that was a real crisis because you don't know if you're on the hook for the, we didn't know. Were we on the hook for the 40 grand or, you know. Um, I knew. God. Um but then, but you did. You stepped us through all of that. You figured out what. It wasn't very difficult. I mean, the, you know, the, car- first. the carriers are, you know, they're the primary behind that. But the, and it turned out fine. But yeah, we've had plenty of times where, um, in, in these two businesses where we, you know, s- stuff was, I don't know, the sh- the, something hits a fan or whatever, and you just gotta, you gotta deal with it. It's a lot easier. I mean, I lean on her a lot. And then, you know, I'm the strong, silent type because I don't have much smart to say, so I'm silent. And, she, you know, she appreciates that. You know, wow. You just, that didn't stop me. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she's like, wow, you're just such a rock, and I can count on you to be, you know, and I'm like, That's, I'm not saying anything because I don't know what to say. But, but she's she's great at handling that kind of stuff, and she points in the right direction, and, you know, we go that way. I, I, I make – there's no bones about who is the brains in the, uh, in the family. And uh, – uh, I, I don't want to say short bus, but I'm uh, I'm on a bus going somewhere. But no, we're we're you know going back to what we're talking about here. I enjoy being around my wife. I, you know, we're best friends, and I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when you anytime you start a business, I mean, any of you know, like at at any time in whether you buy one, whether you start it from scratch, or you know, whatever you do, you know, there's there's small crises almost every day. Right. Um, so we deal with a lot of that, but you know, he's, you know, he, he plays that part really well, but you know, he is the person I go to and say, all right, hear me out. What do you think? You know, um, he calls him my three o'clock in the morning. Like I'll say, are you, are you up? Are you up? I'll say, go make the coffee. Are you up? (laughs) Are you up? (laughs) Go make the coffee. And um, it's usually somewhere between two and three o'clock in the morning. We've had lots of those, you know, as you talk yourself through this and what you're going to do and um, directions. And he's 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 an excellent sounding board. And I usually come away from those talks with feeling really confident about, you know, the decision we're going to make. So, And I, I got to imagine that air traffic control, you know, everything else just must sort of pale in comparison. Right. And it's about working processes. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's something that, and the thing about that is, it's not the same every day, but it's, you know, it's proceduralized to a to a point, and then there's weather, and then there's bad rides, and then there's um, 9-11, right? There's, there's something, but otherwise, 99% of the time, it's pretty proceduralized. You got guys coming in from here, they're going there, there's a profile that you need to create in your mind to keep them away from these guys that are going here, landing there, right? So... Basically, everybody who's entering your airspace is separated before they before they get there because you have a plan. Not so much in in the business world. I mean, it, it changes every day. You can proceduralize anything you want, but you can't stop the wind from blowing. Right? Yep. It's it's it. There's it especially just transportation. Yeah, especially transportation. I it's, mean, you know, it's a it's a combustible engine and a human being. You know, and and I mean, it's we have little nothing to, could go wrong. <laughs> nothing, yeah, nothing can go wrong. Um, so, but you know, I don't know that there's any one crisis that like jumps out. There's just been 
you know, do you go left, you go right, do you go left, you go right. You, you know, it's, it, there isn't really a day that I go home and go, oh, well, that was so smooth today. Um, and It's all you know, about the people you employ. Yeah. It really is in this business. If yeah. you don't have to, you know, people you don't have to keep watching, yep. right? You can trust them, do your job. And we do a pretty good job, I think, of, of bringing on, you know, solid people that support us. Yeah. So um, let me switch gears here. Have, has, has there ever been a point at which one of you has offered the other constructive criticism in the business area? Oh, when we got here today. Mike, I, that, no. <laughs> the, no. Answer, the answer is no, I don't. Yes, she does. <laughs> Okay. Yes. And it's not constructive. It's destructive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but that's going to come up, especially because I imagine it's gone initially from, you know, you, Carol, to Steve, because you are new to business generally and new to her businesses where she's a veteran, right? And there's the kick under the table or, but besides the kick under the table, right? I imagine there's, there's a debriefing, like you understand why I kicked you under the table, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I know before she does it, she's going to do it. <laughs> block her now she'll call me into her office and shut the door i mean we have the she'll call me into her office and shut the door oh boy so oh i boy. mean I, i'm just saying do what other what other couples do that honey i want you to come to my office shut the door what would you say what would your wife say to you if you did if she if you did that to her she go uh no even on the on internet the i could not say hey, exactly exactly i i know you have a bleep button there. i was, I was almost gonna make you use it but um so but i I do that. I understand that, that I don't understand. You know, I, there are some things that uh, I'm pretty good at and there's some things that she's really good at. And, and, and sometimes she needs to talk to me about things that she's good at. <laughs> and where do you think you compliment each other most? What do you guys think the other one brings to the table that, that maybe you don't bring to the table as well on your own? She brings hard work, uh, integrity, smarts, know-how, experience, and good cooking. Not necessarily. Not necessarily order. in that order, right. <laughs> Not to mention the other stuff, right? <laughs> um, I think where he really compliments me is, first of all, he keeps it light all the time. Um, he's he's 99% of the time, he's always in a good mood. I mean, I would say, you know, he's rarely not laughing. He's rarely not making, you know, joke. joke. Yeah. Um, and... You know, he'll keep it where, you know, a lot of times I'll spiral, you know, entrepreneurs, you know. It's a very lonely place. Yes, it is. We're really good at spiral. We're really good at, you know, we're almost that, you know, that whole like. Manic depressive. I was going to try not to say that word, but yeah, we are. And he'll bring me out of those lows. That's one of the, that's one of the things he, where he really compliments me. And he's, he, he should have been a lawyer. He's really excellent with understanding legal documents and. I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> Play one on TV. No, I watch. Yeah, a lot but of I don't TV. remember William Shatner yeah. doing a lot of contract work on Boston Legal, so yeah. I'm not sure that you. I loved him there. on Boston Legal. Oh, I that did was, too. It was awesome. I I am full disclosure. I am in the tank for William Shatner. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I like Star Trek fine, but the reason I'm in the tank for William Shatner, he doesn't run away from who he is. Right. Yeah. He he's. I don't think he ever expected. Certainly, last not in the last forty years, never expected to earn an Oscar or an Emmy or whatever it is they give. Right. But all he does is just consistently gets work. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's he is hilarious, and you know he went from being a tough guy, right, early on because he has that the jaw and everything. Yeah. He was a tough guy, and now he's just kind of a an old soft guy with yeah. you know opinions. Yeah. And they're funny. <laughs> I love it. So I think that's where you know he. 
there's really not a contract or he handles all the, the legal side. Most of the attorneys, um, you know, not, not you guys that though I don't, we I don't have, let him do, now, I don't now, do, let him do no, the wait finance a before side. you screw this whole thing up. We have attorneys. Okay. We use <laughs> well, we a lot. Do. We use attorneys. She just brings stuff to me for my opinion. And then I work with the attorneys, but said, yeah, but, but, but I, I mean, there are, there are things that I, I enjoy about that part of the work that it's, it's, it makes sense to me. It's and that's fun. a big relief for me. So let's talk about that because it sounds like you do divide and conquer a little bit. Yeah, we do. Um, what are some areas where you divide and conquer? So, you know, Carrie, you're going to take A, B, and C on. You're going to take you know, Q, R, and S on. She made me fire people. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're the hatchet man. <laughs> so when I, you know, I was an air traffic controller for so long and I was in management. I, I, I was a supervisor and I was like, God, I just wish that we could fire some of these guys. These are worst attitudes. But I, you know, when I was a controller, I had the worst attitude in the world. <laughs> So if I was my supervisor, I would have wanted to fire me. But so I, I made this remark to her and she goes, fine, you're firing so-and-so tomorrow. And I fired somebody. I've never felt so bad in my life. Okay. And now if anybody needs to be fired, I don't fire them. I, they, we give that to somebody else. I, um, <laughs> really? Yeah. I got what I asked for and it's no fun. No, it's no it's, fun. It's no fun. Um, no, I mean, well, it's not like that, that happens Lot, no, no, no. I'm just saying you made me fire people well, just to show me what to. it felt like yeah. to fire people. Like, and it is not any fun. No, you're changing people's lives. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, um, I don't, I mean, you, you do, you pretty much run anything that has to do with the truckload side. Yeah. Um, so he takes over all, especially all the operational side of that. Um, not the sales side. I have the op- visionary to your LTL. I started all that. You actually was head. your idea. That's right. It's all my idea. goes back to you. I just don't know how to implement it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm an idea guy. Okay. We're going to the moon next week. Okay. <laughs> um, Building a rocket. You know, his transparency, all the, you know, the stuff we talked to you about, you know, the whole transparency, truly being. If um, there are any shippers out there, we are the only transparent. Broker. 3PL. Yeah, 3PL. In, in the nation. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so, so, and I think from, I think probably what I, I run the business, I do all the finance side, um, salespeople, you know, that sort of thing. So, um I think, and, and I think we know our roles, you know, we come in, it's not like every day, like he comes to me and says, what do I do today? He gets to work three hours before I do. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think now it's more or less, we just kind of know what we're going to do. Yep. I think at first he really looked for direction. What do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? What do you, what do you need me to take care of? He doesn't do that now. I mean, he acts like he, you know, comes to me for direction. He does not. He comes to me after he's done it. And I got to clean it after, up. <laughs> after, eight, after eight years, you know what it's going to be, right? Yeah. It's unlikely he's going to walk in and say, you know what? I need you to kill somebody today. I need you to kill a man. <laughs> right? you're, you're sort of expecting that kind of pivot, right? So, no. so what did anything surprise you about working together as co-founders, co-entrepreneurs, either on the positive or negative side? She has less respect for air traffic controllers now, I think. Is that, <laughs> I would she, say she, that she, she won't fly anymore. We take the bus everywhere. <laughs> And rightly so. I'm a lot. Yeah, I'm a lot. I said, so after I met him and I met a bunch of his friends, which I love. If you and you guys are listening, you know, I love you. But They're not listening. That's why I'm not. <laughs> but um, I, we left and I was like, holy crap. I don't want to get on an airplane. <laughs> I wouldn't let her. I, I brought her up to this. I was at, down in Atlanta Center in Hampton. And I wouldn't let her come to. And that's the largest air traffic control facility in the world. Busiest, biggest, all that stuff. I wouldn't bring her there until after we were married. And she said, why? And I said, because they're all a bunch of jerks and they're all going to make up stories and tell you, I, you know, I dated dudes and stuff. And they're going to, you know, they're just going to, it's just going to be 
a terrible experience, and I want to be married to you before that happens. They're going to talk about the time that you landed two 747s naked, <laughs> yeah, exactly. basically. No, exactly. Well, that happened. Okay. <laughs> that ha- that's true. Oh. Yeah. Well, truth is stranger than fiction yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know, really. You're, you're better at the storytelling than I am. I don't remember what we were talking about. What was it? <laughs> Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You always go off on a story about you. Well, I, I almost went to a hooker, a uh, dead hooker joke. But I, yeah. <laughs> so, everybody, you're listening to the Dead Hooker Podcast, and we're here That's with right. Carol and Steve. If you uh, like, subscribe and, and yeah, thumbs uh, up. Deadhooker.com. That's right. I got uh, that, by the way. Do no, you really? From GoDaddy. No, it's deadhooker.co. See, now somebody's listening to this, and they're now typing. It. i got to see if that domain is available. <laughs> uh, I, I can only get deadhooker.biz. That's right. Oh, man, that's the lamest one. Yeah. Um, what about some – are there any mistakes you made early on that you need to learn from? Jeez Louise. I mean, my list would be really long. You mean as a married couple? Or yeah, just, as a married uh, couple in business. I mean, we don't need to get into that. Well, yeah, it's yeah. personal stuff. But no, I'm, open, I mean, like opening business. up that uh, the property management company – uh, to bring on those international buyers instead of just selling to them, we you know that was that was probably it, only because of the way that it happened. It was not a a great transition. We got you know we got three hundred or and something houses, and we didn't know who was in them. We didn't know if they had agreements. We didn't know where they were. I mean, the, we didn't the know if they had mold. The turnover <laughs> and a lot of them didn't. Some of them, some of the houses weren't even there. I mean, the turnover uh, was not orderly. It was um, it was painful. To Very say the painful. least, it took us six months to get our feet up under us. After, I mean, they just said, here you go. And it we, was, none of it was correct. There'd be different people in the house. We had squatters. I mean, there was, it was just, it was horrible. That's, that, that was one big thing. So we should just kept selling them stuff instead of trying to manage their stuff. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as where it relates just to a married couple working together, oh, I mean, I, past, no, the first year was tough. Why? Ooh. Um, because my wife was alive, or my ex-wife, I'm sorry. My ex-wife was alive, and she had a telephone. <laughs> I'm talking about, and she I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay, never mind. Disregard that last. I was talking about as a married couple working together, not personal stuff. That's okay, not what sorry. he wants to know about. Yeah, we're not putting you on the couch. Nobody's listening to this. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, well, you know, he's a big personality, no, as you I'm might not. have noticed. And um, I have a pretty big personality. Yeah. And um, he did not take direction very well the first year. <laughs> so you're saying so, I learned. So was it was so at some point did you ever say to him, is it that you can't learn or that you won't learn? That was that was outside just a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was several of those conversations. It was like, look, you know, if if you want to do this, you you really gotta take direction. And I know you don't you know, that's I mean, his mother told me this this one doesn't mind. He doesn't do well. I say it's not about minding. I need him to just understand the process, and he would just, you know, go off on his own and make a decision. And right. remember the one renter. I, I got a story after this since we're beating me up. But go ahead, go ahead. No, have that, at it. That's it. So that was no. the, that, that was really it. He just really couldn't take direction okay. very well. So no, that took no. a while. Okay, okay. Right, go ahead. What's your story? I don't have one. I was just kidding. Yeah, it was exactly. a threat. <laughs> it was a baseless threat. Okay. So there is a there is a quick renter story. So when we first started. He was like, oh, I'm going to handle the renters. I think you're a little hard. You're a little harsh on them. And um, I said, okay. So, um, he, you know, he calls her and she gives him the story, right? Like, I, Okay, first that was a terrible setup for this story. So the story <laughs> See, is. This is what he does, takes Yeah, over. yeah. So the story is, is that we had, some, you know, we had a lot of houses, but we had some renters that were a little bit late with their rent. And, and we took over 
So I said, why do we have a management company? We'll do it ourselves. We'll manage. So how hard can this be? So, yeah. So um, we were managing all her houses on our. I mean, this one lady. Oh well, my dog just died, and everything. Else, everybody died, and everything. I said, honey. We can't kick her out. Everything just died. I mean, plants died, her dog. We can't do that. And then, so come to find out, her dog was fine. Her plants were fine. She just didn't want to pay. And uh, so it just took a little longer to evict her than, than but I was just a soft touch. Oh, I, I didn't think anybody ever lied. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not quite. And then, and uh, so. Not in real estate. No, no. not, no, not renters. But, but what was really funny is. We were on the phone. We were in the car on the phone going down to look at yeah, houses. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I said. I was, I was almost crying at her start. I swear. It I was said, literally. I said, honey, we can't kick her out. She just, all these things just died. And I said, honey, I want to show you something. And I said, this is the second month her dad has died. And he said, oh my God. Yeah, you're like, going to need the bleep button again. <laughs> like literally. And I said, he goes, I just fell for that. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but. I'm such a sucker. <laughs> he was a sucker. So yeah. that was some of the stuff that was. Oh, tough. He's a softy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, a softy. I am a big softy. <clears throat> but, <throat> but we did evict the hell out of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least there was a happy ending. Yes, to the whole there was story. a happy ending. That's right. We we kicked her out and her children. Good. And, and I think we killed her dog. I'm not sure. One way or the other, one way or the other, something was dying. I love dogs, <laughs> but her kids—they were. Out. I love <laughs> yeah, dogs. Sure. So, but he's good at taking direction now. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Guys, this, this has been a great interview. Um, we're, we're running out of time. We need to, to get you on to your weekend. Mike, but, if you um, have to leave, we'll continue. I don't know, you know. Oh, well, you know what? You ask yeah. me questions. We'll do, nah. um, no, we, we do, need to, do need to wrap it up and let you guys uh, get back to your businesses and, and your lives and your weekend. But um, I can't thank you enough for agreeing to come on. If, somebody want, if somebody's kind of thinking about this, that they're thinking of going into business as uh, a married couple, I mean, it sounds like you guys are a great example of what to do. Can they contact you guys for advice? Yeah, absolutely. They can How call they- Carol. Her number is. <laughs> it's Carol at. Which one? I don't know. Yeah, Which you can, one? Yeah, you can, seriously, they can, I mean, use my uh, Carol at yourltl.com or the office number is 619. What is it? <laughs> Six, seven, I always give my cell phone because I'm always on the phone. Six one nine um six seven eight six seven eight four follow, follow this six seven eight <laughs> six one nine four three one six and then follow the prompts to Carol. There you go. Steve you is go. not on there. <laughs> and you may have to put in a little prompt in your IVR for marriage counseling. <laughs> yes. yeah, Press exactly. seven. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, that's going to wrap it up for today's program. I'd like to thank Carol and Steve so much for joining us and sharing their expertise with us. We'll be exploring a new topic each week. So please tune in so that when you're faced with your next executive decision, you have clear vision when making it. If you enjoy these podcasts, please consider leaving a review with your favorite podcast aggregator. It helps people find us that we can help them. Once again, this is Mike Blake. Our sponsor is Brady Ware and company, and this has been the decision vision podcast.